And with that, I think we are ready for the switch to the NFL and the most famous segment of the week, Alex's NFL Pump and Dump. Alex, you ready? T-Rum, hit the music. All right. All right, we start on Thursday night in Miami, where Lamar Jackson thought he would have a triumphant homecoming. Not so fast, my friend. Robert Hunt made the illegal play of the year and is now a fat guy folk hero. Injured Tua came in for injured Jacoby Brissett and closed out the upset of the year and ended the Dolphins' defense. And uh, the Dolphins' defense ended Baltimore's ridiculous 51-game streak of scoring more than 14 points. Lament, Eagles fans. That first-round pick we traded you just got a lot lower. Dolphins, 22. Ravens, 10. Moving on to the Big D, which stands for dismemberment. Simply put, the the Cowboys ripped the Falcons limb from limb and are now firmly in the hunt for home field advantage in the playoffs. Dallas, 43. Atlanta, 3. In Indianapolis... We had Baby Watch, as Carson Wentz took the field with his wife in the stands due to give birth at any second. Best wishes to the Wentzes for a safe and healthy delivery. Also, Jonathan Taylor, he's really fucking good. Colts, 23, Jags, 17. At the beginning of the year, I said that Mac Jones would be a decade-long problem for the rest of the AFC East. Looks like I was right. New England is rolling right now and Cleveland was just a helpless victim. Patriots 45, Browns 7. They say a tie is like kissing your sister. Well, in Detroit's case, it might be like kissing your stepsister who's a centerfold. In Pittsburgh's case, it's like kissing a toothless homeless woman. Lions 16, Steelers 16. Time for our favorite segment, Hoop on the Jets Minute. How many interceptions can Mike White throw? The answer is a lot. Buffalo got its course correction. Buffalo Bills, 45. Jets, 17. Bruce Arians has never been one to mince words. Not surprising for a guy who drank paint as a child. It was a total embarrassment for Tampa and Landover. Football team, 29. Bucks, 19. Is there anything in the NFL better than waking up to a snowy Lambeau field? I'm not sure, but the Green Bay defense gave it a solid run as a blank Seattle. Brace yourself, Seahawks Nation. The end of the Russell Wilson era is nigh. Packers 17, Seahawks 0. A week ago, the football world said the Vikings were dead, myself included. Mike Zimmer disagreed. Turns out, he might be right. That or the Chargers just aren't that good. Bikes 27, Chargers 20. The Tennessee Titans now possess the NFL's longest active and active winning streak at six games and are now 7-0 against playoff teams from last year. Wasn't pretty, but the Titans' performance was effective. Turns out the Saints can't win after missing two extra points without a serviceable quarterback and Alvin Kamara, even though they outgained the Titans 373 to 264 yards. Titans 23, Saints 21. On to head coach firing watch, featuring Vic Fangio. The Broncos are now 120 when trailing at the half during his tenure, 
and are in desperate need of a quarterback. Eagles rushed their way to victory, 30-17. Cam Newton announced his return to the Carolina Panthers in what could be the feel-good story of the year. He rushed for one touchdown and threw for another as the Panthers stunned the Tyler Murray-less Arizona Cardinals 34-10. Christian McCaffrey is back, and Cam is getting a redemption tour. And at least $6 million for less than half a year's of work, with the contract valued up to $10 million. Not bad. In other news, apparently the Chiefs are back. Patrick Mahomes threw for five touchdowns to sink a Raiders team that is in complete freefall. Chiefs 41, Raiders 14. And that is a score palindrome. Finally, we close on Monday night, where San Francisco won a home game for the first time in over a year. On paper, that doesn't seem all that impressive. But when you consider they absolutely dominated the Rams, it counts as a monster win. Maybe we should have seen it coming, though. The Niners now have won five straight games against the Rams. Von Miller may have started 7-1 when he signed with Los Angeles, but now he's 7-3. Is there a curse? Only time will tell. Niners 31, Rams 10. And that, folks, is your NFL Pump and Dump Rewind for Week 10. Man, that tie was fun. I got to tell you. And like, and like in a not fun way, but in a very Detroit Lions, it, how is this how they break the 0-8 with a top? Uh, it's, it's the most it's Lions thing funny. ever. Yeah. Uh, but that that analogy that game. Game is like so raunchy, but it's, you might have hit it. You might have nailed it. I wanted to say, I think he's used that analogy many times on this show. I, I know that I've heard him say it a lot of times, and I'm pretty sure that it's on a, it's on an audio recording. That was a miserable game to watch. That was the bonus coverage that we got down here. I'm sure it probably was everyone's after the early games on Fox, but that was absolutely miserable to watch. The Yinzers at the pub were in meltdown. I could hear them from across the street. It was bad. What a joke. Yeah, obviously a worse showing on Pittsburgh than it was on Detroit. I don't care that Big Ben didn't play. Come on. Matt Campbell was on track, though, to go 0-16 as a player and then 0-16 as a coach. Mason Rudolph had a chance to show off for Jeannie Bouchard and didn't. I feel bad for her. I feel worse for her. That's fair. But... In good news, how about them Dolphins? Hey, it was me what? betting uh, me betting against the Dolphins. Put it into existence. <laughs> Dude, the defense finally looked like last year's defense. And the fact that Tua took a bow at the end of the game, playing that game with a broken finger in the second half, I it might be a moment. It might be a moment for him. It might be the only moment he has, but he had one. Yeah, Jacoby Brissett goes down to uh, having to come in. Uh. I think he outthrew Brissett, or he was damn close if he didn't. Yeah, he did. He played better than Brissett, I think, to say the least. I don't think there was any. He was on pace for over 300 yards. 
I don't think there was anything wild that happened on the Monday night broadcast either. We got Eli and Peyton back. The guests were Al Michaels, which was really cool. Philip Rivers, Draymond Green, and Phil Mickelson. Eli goaded Draymond into saying, did he say bullshit or something like that? You get Peyton to apologize again? Oh, I think at that point I had probably fallen asleep. Uh, that's a good one. Yeah. I, Eli does not care at all about <laughs> FCC regulations. Yeah. I guess how we're not. Can we talk about Robert Hunt's fat guy illegal touchdown for a second, though, and how that has taken the world by storm? Absolutely. And, it, and it's now on the T-shirts of NFL Network. Robert Hunt. John Elway helicoptering his way head over heels into the end zone on an illegal screen pass. Hey, he, he made that screen about him. I mean, Miles Gaskin is just small and was hidden behind the line, but that was it was awesome to see in prime time in front of everybody. I've on never seen side. a guard declare eligible. Like, <laughs> I just wish that could happen. And let's let's make that happen. Let us make Robert Hunt our new fridge. That guy has some moves at 340 pounds. He's got the drive. Damn right he does. Man, if if only that had been tipped like at the line and had gone to him. He deserved it. And people were saying that they're going to make fun of him for the rest of his career for it. Man, I love that. Dude, Hell yeah, I'm he's, a, the ball he's a hero. Yeah. I I am in love with that play. Cam Newton's probably on track to start this week, had two touchdowns early in his return, did not start the game. That was yeah, the two-yard rushing touchdown and then the passing. I, uh, I might actually go uh, to the Dolphins-Panthers game just to see Cam in a few weeks. I think it's two weeks away. That was fun. It was fun. I should get, dude, I'm going to order you a Cam Newton Dolphins jersey so that you can try to wish that into existence that he comes down here to replace Tua. I just put them both there. We're in a two quarterback system. That always works. Yeah. Said no one ever. <laughs> I'm saying put them both in the backfield at the same time. At the same time. Not alternating. They're both getting the same amount of reps. They're seeing everything out there. And then the center just snaps it to which one he thinks is going to do better that play. I'd probably just give it to Cam Newton and let him run forward at that point. The other one runs a flare out. Hey, you have one lefty and one righty. You never know which side of the offense it's going to go to. Hey, remember Coach Hill's offense with the double eagles outside? Yeah. The trips pyramids? We just run that offense with two quarterbacks. Like how uh, at South Carolina, Spurrier would run that offense with three linemen, that formation with three linemen. Do that. (laughs) The Patriots look like they might be coming together here. Mac Jones, not bad. Mac Jones had, what, like an 81% completion percentage or something? Yeah, it was somewhere up in the 80s, and it's ridiculous what this this guy's doing right now. He's the best quarterback out of this draft so far, without question. 
Yeah, it looks like Belichick can try to salvage and put something together over there. Are the Bucks in trouble? Going from New England to Tampa Bay, as someone very specifically has. I think they are. I mean, that defense got exposed badly. Uh, you had two very quick interceptions from Brady. Without A.B., they are 1-3. and three. They are 5-0 and oh without him. So is A.B. the missing link? You know, is that the... So they're 5-0 and oh with him. They're 5-0 and oh with A.B., 1-3 and three without. What a, it's just, I just can't wrap my head around that, though. That, like, he could have been the missing piece. What are the what are the teams that they played in those four versus those five? Do you have that in front of you? That I don't have in front of me, but I think therein lies the answer. This is just a team that's good, but when they get faced with somebody else, good, they might lose. Yeah. I mean they they barely beat the Patriots. They beat them by two. And now the Patriots, it turns out, are kind of good. But that was a month and a half ago. Otherwise, like, they lost to the Rams. They they lost the Washington football team. By 10. This week. Uh, they lost the Saints. Like, Well, the Saints are their kryptonite. Yeah. The Saints are own them in the regular season. So, I don't know. I I think they're in trouble when it comes to the playoff race. I don't think it means anything because they're going to end up winning the division. Right. But I don't think they're getting out of the first game. I would agree. I would completely agree with that assessment. I mean, I think, like, the Giants, they'll clean up this Monday. But the Colts... They should they should really win their next three, to be honest. But then they play the Bills, then they play the Saints again, and then they got honestly like the Panthers. <clears throat> That's team. frisky. It's frisky if if McCaffrey's healthy and the defense plays okay for Carolina. Like. That's kind of one that I think is interesting. They play the Panthers twice in a three-week period at the end of the year. So we're Maybe. talking at best, what? Is that seven games or six? You know, seven. That eight. Seven, eight so eight games. How? We can, so, like, let's just say five and two best-case scenario here on the way out. That gets them in. It gets them in comfortably, but they're the four seeds. Well, they play the Jets in there, too. Like, they'll win four for sure. Best but case scenario, you're looking five and two, four and three otherwise. Well, they have eight games. So, I'm I'm thinking five. Oh, and they three. already had their bye? Okay. Yeah. So, I'm thinking five <laughs> and two, six and two. They're incomfortably. But I think between five and three, six and two, that tells us a lot about what they're going to do in the playoffs. Because they're not playing super strong teams here. They need to beat the Panthers twice. They need to look good against the Bills and the Saints, both at home, because those are the kinds of teams they're going to run into in the playoffs. The Bills are obviously on the AFC side, but that's the, that's a playoff team, and they haven't shown that they're capable against playoff teams, to your point. 
So if we're looking at that and we're looking at the rest of the teams, Bo, who do you think comes out as the one since we're now in the 17-game season? Who gets the one bye week in each conference? So, I mean, like the AFC, I think is easy. So, so let's start there. Tell me if you disagree with the Titans. Like, I think that's like they're running away with it. I don't disagree with that. Um, so, so we can just kind of write that one off. That looks obvious, easy with the AFC West, especially kind of beating each other up. Uh, on the NFC side, like, I think it's so hard. There's, there's, like the easy choices are the Packers, Cowboys, or Cardinals. I think I just I just don't like this Packers team. Like I still don't. I still don't feel like they passed the test for me. The Cardinals, they're eight and two. One of those losses looked bad, but it was Colt McCoy. They're getting Kyler Murray back this week. I think a Kyler Murray led Cardinals is really strong. So I think I'm probably going with the Cardinals. But we just talked about the Bucks easy schedule at the end. If they can maybe win one of those against like Buffalo, they've got a shot too. I think the NFC is wide open. Oh yeah. You make me pick today, I'm probably picking the Cardinals. I know this is stupid, but I'm gonna take the Cowboys based on the Titans model. Because the Titans had the hardest schedule in the NFL going into this week. They have the 32nd ranked strength of schedule from here on out. Uh, I think they're a walk through in the AFC. I think the fact that Cowboy has that the Cowboys have a lot of division games left. It's easier sledding. I'm going to say Dallas somehow gets it and then fucks it up in the NFC Championship. Well, does it? But, but a lot of that depends, like, on how – so the Cowboys, I do think that's interesting because it depends on how you assess a few different teams in the NFC that are kind of really hard to assess right now. So they play the Chiefs this weekend. What who knows what they are? Like, who are the Chiefs? What are the Chiefs? They're kind of hard to tell. Like, they looked great this last weekend. Um, when they were checking down a lot more, Darrell Williams was sick out of the backfield for them. But, like, is that the Chiefs we're going to see, or are we going to see the Chiefs the second in the NFL in turnovers? Then they play the Raiders. Like, what Raiders are we going to see? Then they play the Saints. They're obviously, like, they still haven't picked a quarterback in New Orleans, but, like, Trevor Simeon, I think, has looked okay. Towards the end of the year, they play the Cardinals again. They finish the year in Philadelphia, and Jalen Hurts, sometimes he looks good, sometimes he doesn't. So the car, the Cowboys is like, I could see them finishing the year 7-0, but I can make a case that they finish the year like 2-5. and five. I agree with that. I, I do. I mean, Jalen Hurts, up to last week, I don't know what the updated numbers are, but he led the NFL in QBR for six straight weeks. I, I'm like, glad but, that you all brought this up because I was looking at this while y'all were talking that uh, Jalen Hurts has, you know, 36 more rushes, rushing attempts than anyone else on the team right now for the Eagles. Leading passer, leading rusher, obviously. Um, Miles Sanders next closes his own IR right now. Like, so, 
Jalen Hurts, how many games is it into the year for them? They're ten. They're four and six. They're ten games in, and Jalen Hurts has about three hundred passing attempts and a hundred rushing attempts. Next closest wow. guy on the team who is now hurt has sixty three. Behind that, it's Jordan Howard with forty one rushing attempts on the year. I mean, there's a lot being put on Jalen Hurts right now. That puts him on pace for 170 rushes. That's like a full running back workload. Like, what was the maximum amount that Michael Vick ever ran during a year? We'll have to find that. That's an easy find. Alex, over or under 170? Under. I'd probably say under, too. Under, way under. In 2006, he had 123 rushing Wow, that's your test. Wow. Jalen Hurts is probably on pace in the next three weeks to break that. Yeah. As a running back. I mean, he's a wildcat quarterback. I mean, he ran 14 times last week for, what, 55 yards or something like that. I mean, it's that's the only thing that offense can do. But, yeah, I mean, it's <sighs> it's so interesting. I do think that, like, if Michael Vick played today – they would run with him more. Oh, like, yeah. Like, like this option stuff can be really effective when you have somebody with that skill set, and especially like they do so much of it down inside the red zone. When you run that read option inside the five, like it's really hard to stop that RPO read option. Yeah, everybody drink. You said RPO. Uh, yep, drink. <laughs> well, we got we got a drink on that. That's a nationwide game. Every time someone says RPA, you have to drink. And that's two, Father Pat. <laughs> I did it to myself. Well, you catch my drift. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the leading receiver on this team only has 600 yards. Is that Devontae? Yeah. Like, all right, well, at least that's okay for Jalen Hurts has the opportunity to outpass, outrush everyone else on the team. Why would you just start throwing it to him? Put Minshew out there and start throwing it to him. Hey, I can see him running nine route. It's not a zero. Moving on to this future week, we have the Dolphins versus Jets Bowl. Jets are down to starting Joe Flacco. Bo, how are you feeling going in? Man, that's, that's it. That's how I feel. He's probably probably better off than Mike White. I'd probably yeah. say that. You're probably in a better I, situation. He's going to turn the ball over. Well, no, I, I can't. No, I can't it, say that. The, <laughs> the, the line is minus three Miami, and I like – if that's just that's so obnoxious. I mean, Miami is way more than three points better than the Jets. Yeah, I mean, you're doing the hammer, hammer it down. You got to hammer early, sneak, early uh, pick. Sneak uh, peek into what my NFL pick is going to be, which is always wrong. So, you, hey, the Jets probably have a chance this week. Um, I'm going to take the Dolphins, but I'm going to give a bonus score prediction for this game because I think it's going to screw me. <laughs> It's in New York. It's going to be cold, I assume, in mid-November. This game, I'm going 
Take the Dolphins minus three, but I actually think the Dolphins are going to win this game like 15 to 12 or 14 to 11. Like, it's going to be. I had 18 to six. It's going to be an absolute miserable game. Like, this is going to suck watching. That's my thought on it. 18 to six. So, bonus pick, take the under, whatever it is, because both teams suck donkey ass. I'm saying I, I 45 will, I will the, Just for the oh. sake of the pod. I will bet the Jets side, but I want more points. You guys got to give me more points. No. We most certainly do not. 44 and a half. I think it goes well under 44 and a half, to be honest. It's way under. Hey, speaking, of, speaking of unders, or speaking of, speaking of over-unders, who scored this last week that I told y'all would score this last week? And then y'all said I was crazy. And they scored a touchdown. The University of Connecticut scored seven on Clemson over Crush. I, I don't. Hey, no, you're as we, as we lead into them. picks. Yeah, just blow yourself as we go into picks. <laughs> they were they were pumped. They were pumped with the Jim Mora Jr. hire. Yeah. Would have been awesome if they got Jim Mora Sr. I think he's still... Is he dead? I think he's still... I don't think so. I think he was on TV the other day. But no, I I have to admit, Bo did a good job. Ooh, he picked Connecticut to score. But you know who else does a good job with picks? I think I do. Blockfields. You want to get your crypto game on? Go to Blockville. You're not an expert. I'm not an expert. We don't have any clue how the hell any of this crap works. They do. And they're doing it better than anybody else. 500 different big-ass things that are helping you get your crypto game to the next level. Go to Blockville.com and get your crypto on. Always thankful for block fills. Speaking of crypto, just like while we have uh, a oh, crypto stadium, yeah. What is uh, the new name? Crypto.com stadium, I think it is. Yeah, we might not be able to know what that is, but block fills definitely knows what the stadium <laughs> naming rights and the deal behind it. Apparently, it's the biggest naming right deal for a stadium in history. So, who the hell is crypto.com? I don't know. I assume Blockfields knows. They might be rivals. See, that's why we have to. That's why we have Blockfields. Yeah, we've got them in our corner, which is much more. Uh, it's a lot more meaningful to us than someone just randomly in LA not going to the Staples Center anymore. Okay, let's do picks. <laughs> <laughs> As we've already started picks a little early. So, okay, Dolphins-Jets game, let's get that out of the way. Is Okay, hand raise here. Is anyone else taking that game? Because I'm taking that game. Okay. I'm taking that game. Okay, okay so yeah, everybody that, has Dolphins. Okay, let's get that one out of the way. That is just the uh, – the Everybody game. else on the under? Let's be over under. 44, 44 and a half. And a half. I need yeah, you know what I had a terrible week last week. I'll double down on the game and take the under because I need that. 
Bo, uh, Bo, let us know if anyone is going too fast. I think I know who will be going too fast for you. <laughs> I think it's going to be all from that. <laughs> but, okay, uh, Bo, let me know, do you have those down, those two down? Because yeah. before we get started here, I want to bring up a a point from this week where I did not send them to you yet, but I do have them documented that Auburn Matt picked these. But I, I kind of wish that we had Tyler. Maybe I'm just an idiot. Um, but Auburn Matt sent me picks yesterday, and he gave me Eastern Michigan plus five and a half, Northern Illinois. So that game was last night. Northern Illinois minus one and a half. That game is tonight, the seventeenth. The Eastern Michigan game was the sixteenth of November, and then. He also had Central Michigan plus two and a half. How did you bet the same game, but both of them, you had them as dogs? What do you mean? Teaser? So, that's, not the, that's not the same thing. It was Ball State versus Bu- Central Michigan's playing Ball State and Northern Illinois is playing Buffalo. Was it like Western Michigan that they played? Who Western Michigan played yesterday against Eastern yeah. Michigan. Okay. Yeah, Western, okay. That makes Eastern it. Eastern won, so yeah. That makes it a lot easier to figure out because, okay, I thought Eastern Michigan was playing Central Michigan. Matt, was it Eastern Michigan that had the dumbass uh, intro to the stadium where they had to knock down the cinder block wall? Yeah, I think so. That was pretty that cool. Is, oh, that's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Well, I mean, I won game. that game, so I, I gotta get my what is it? I gotta get more W. Yeah, yeah, Auburn Matt's gonna go two and zero. Group on, of dudes. Auburn Matt went two and zero on Tuesday. Right before the game. Oh <laughs> uh, shit, that's funny. So he just took okay. all the Michigan directional schools in a span of two days <laughs> yeah, on a Tuesday and Wednesday. No, I, I, still have, I still have more though. I want to do, but that was I, I had to send that to you to lock it in though because that was part of the picks. Do you know that we can't put? Do you know that I can't write your picks on the sheet anymore because picks. you take too many? I'm just gonna start putting your email or your phone number up there and be like, for picks, <laughs> contact Oliver and Matt. Yeah, last week it was like, what is it? I got sent. It was like a, on the Thursday. It was like, okay, there's more picks. All right. So let's do it. I'm just gonna throw all these picks because I got I gotta get in the plus. <laughs> I gotta try to get more in like the W's instead of the L's. So let's make it happen. Meanwhile, I've been planning out my picks for like the last few weeks and not doing it on the fly, and I've done worse than I ever have. I think I went one and four. Exactly. See, I, I was doing that too, and I was like, "Fuck it, I'm taking from like from the experts, from the model. Let's just take this." So that's what I've been doing. I got like three other ones to add today. Plus, I guess I'll take the Dolphins. So. And I'll, I guess I can take the Niners, too. It's all good. All right. I'm going to get through mine really quick so we can start the process of getting out of here. We might split this one up into three shows. I don't know. All right. So I am taking Boston College minus one and a half over Florida State. Boston College at home. I like that. I am going to go with... Apparently, Capital One's America upset alert, whatever. And I'm going to take Michigan State plus 19 against Ohio State. 19 is a lot of points. I think Michigan State can hang in there. That's a lot of points. 
was it last year they beat Michigan when they, when Michigan was like a 23 point favorite or something. And they just went into Ann Arbor and kicked the dog shit out of them. I think, I think, I think Michigan state can beat Ohio state, but it's going to come down to if they could stop Stroud and they could stop like the, make them make, make them kick more field goals. And then Kenneth Walker have another great day, which I think is possible. So we'll see what happens. That's like fighting a lion and a turtle. I wouldn't say so, but okay. I'm a little Michigan biased. last year, they are the turn. Yeah, uh, not the same deal. My final college pick, I'm going to double down on horns down, and I'm going to take West Virginia minus three against Texas. I think West Virginia gets them. I think Texas is absolutely done for the year. I do not think they rebound in some type of great way after a loss at home. To Kansas, I think the season's pretty much just done for them. And then going into the NFL, I've already said the Dolphins minus three, Dolphins under 44 and a half for that game. And then I'm going to go, I've bet a lot with the Raiders this year, and it's usually turned out bad for me. So I'm going to go on the other side of it, and I'm going to take the Cincinnati Bengals Minus one on the road at Vegas. Hopefully, Bo was able to get that. Bo, on a three-point spread, I think the only game that I hit last week in college, what was a three-point spread, minus three-point spread, Bo gave to me at minus 33. It definitely didn't hit at that, but it did hit at what the actual spread was, so I... I do think that I was able to catch that since I made the graphic. So thanks, Bo, for the uh, negative 30 points that you were trying to give me. I just, you know, I thought maybe we needed it. I mean, it, apparently my uh, week didn't need it at all. I was bad enough, so you were just being overprotective. But that's all right, Rob. I'm not going to do it to you this week, and I'll tell you why. because we're picking a lot of the same games. I've got the Miami. I've got the Miami under. Uh, those just like, I mean, the Jets suck. Um, and then Michigan State, I've got that one as well. 19 is just way too many. But then I've also got Detroit at Cleveland over under is 43 and a half. Give me the under. Cleveland is playing without either of their running backs. Detroit is Detroit. Uh, Philadelphia at New Orleans. New Orleans, I'm taking as a one and a half point underdog against the Eagles. I get it. It's Trevor Simeon, but like, come on. This is the Eagles at home in New Orleans. I'm taking Tennessee, Houston. I think you might have had that, Alex. Uh, Taking Tennessee plus 10. And then the last one, Air Force at Nevada has an over-under 52.5. Give me the under in that one. Yeah, I like that. Uh, obviously, Dolphins and the under. Uh, I will take in college, Bama minus 21. I know I'm laying a crap ton against a decent Arkansas team, but Bama needs style points. Mizzou, plus eight and a half at home against Florida. Are you kidding me? Let's go, Mizzou. I'm taking Notre Dame minus 17 
Every time I bet on Notre Dame, they have come through. This is a game they should win at home uh, against Georgia Tech. West Virginia, Rob, I agree with you, minus three uh, against Texas. I'm going volume picks here this week so that I can retake the lead. Um, Moving to the NFL Titans, Bo, as you said, I've got Titans minus 10 against the Texans. And then I'm taking the Niners minus six against the Jags. I, I just have to. So that's, that is my week. I have an honorable mention pick that I want to, but I won't. Ole Miss minus 36 and a half just to be fun. I think just crush Vandy because I know y'all hate them so much. But 36 and a half is a lot of points. I'm glad that uh, the two of you went in on the Titans-Texans game because I really wanted that. If I didn't double down on the Dolphins game, I would have picked that as well, but uh, 10 even. I can see myself getting screwed on that because they screwed me over with the Saints last week. Well, the Saints screwed me over in the Titans game. The Dolphins beat the, the Texans by 9. How could the Titans not beat the Texans by 10 or more? Yeah. Transitive property. Right. But also the Dolphins could score like 3 against like a high school team at any point. So... All right, Matt. You go ahead and say it, and then text it to me as well. Okay. He sends them in separate texts, like, every day. It's like, all right, these are my three coming up for the next midweek games. Big midweek guy. I I actually actually got a new phone, so you got to text me, because I lost everybody's number. So, um, I will take... (laughs) All right, I'm going to go slow. So, I'm going to take Notre Dame minus 15 and a half versus Georgia Tech. Where the fuck did you get that line? Yeah, it's it's 17 at the <laughs> time 17. of recording. It was yesterday. I got it yesterday. It was 59. Yeah, it's and not no more. Matt gets teasers. Whatever. All right. Line. Whatever. And they'll still win it with 17, I think. So 17. <laughs> Virginia. I got, I got Virginia plus 12 and a half at Pittsburgh. Minnesota minus six and a half at Indiana, and then the uh, the Mac games. Um, it, I had Central Michigan plus two and a half, and they're winning right now pretty convincingly, so that's good. East, I had Eastern Michigan plus five and a half, and they won, so that's I'm already one to know. And then I have uh, Northern Illinois minus one and a half, and it's like tied up right now. So, and then I'll take the Dolphins. Minus three at Jets, and I'll take Niners minus six at Jags. Are, are we are we allowing picks that have already the game's already over? He did as send, long as the text was in. Yeah, he did send a text uh, yesterday, but I, we're all busy, and I couldn't. That's why I was confused. Like I I saw this text late, and that's why I thought two of the teams played against each other, and he had. Both of them as dogs, so. You've got Central Michigan, Eastern Michigan, and Northern Illinois. Yeah, Maxion. Didn't we, isn't that like a big thing? Yo, everybody loves that shit. That's like, the, that's the way you make the actual money. You bet on those games. You don't bet on like fucking Virginia or whatever. I love that you <laughs> Central Michigan every week. No, it was UTSA. I think now it's Central Michigan, yeah. 
Thought he's ready to die now. UTSA had 22 in the playoff hole. They've fallen off the map. It's time yeah, they're, they're they won, though. They're undefeated, and they're way down there. This it's is crazy. old news. Hey, speaking of falling off the map, Coastal Carolina, whenever Grayson McCall went down, that team just fell off. So, paid yeah. Coastal. Oh, yeah. All right, Alex, you need a big week this week to get out of last place. Kiss my ass. <laughs> Not last. I won 500 last week, and I was two games below 500. All right. I understand how math works. That might still mean that you're in last, though. Auburn Matt takes, like, no one knows what Auburn Matt's record is. I don't, he doesn't even know. I don't even know. He could have rocketed right up there last week, and then that would put me in third and you in last. Nah. That's math lawyered. Lawyered. Hashtag <laughs> lawyered. <laughs> show me the math and show me the week that you just didn't count picks. No, no yeah, like there was a week where we didn't count picks. Yeah. Yeah, that was I kind of, really. I kind of want to go back and like. I was like this. five and one or six and zero oh that week. We didn't even do the pod that week. We did the week. Oh, we texted them, and you just didn't do it. Oh, well, send it to me again. And we might have. All to... right, I'll figure out which week you didn't do. We might do like uh... we're gonna audit this. Yeah, we might do the postseason <laughs> audit of picks. <laughs> we're gonna need that. We're gonna do a recount. Alex, recently elected, is still not conceding. In I the, will uh, never concede <laughs> in the total in the total bet count. He he won't get up and give a victory speech. He he wants him to keep counting until he gets beat. Terry McAuliffe, who won over here, is still debating the results. <laughs> All right, that's enough of that. Okay, I think we are done. That's everybody's picks. We're good. I. We'll see how this week turns out with the show. I, we're going to have to separate this show into three separate shows. That might be the best. Hey, maybe that's how we do it in the future. We adventured out into two shows a week, and maybe three is the perfect number. We're just going to keep cutting it. So we can do a college one, we can do the NFL, and then we can do a picks one. And somewhere in that, you'll have to listen to all three to find out where the dumb question of the week is. That's what you're interested in. That's the mystery. I kind of like that. Yeah, so if you want to hear some real fun talk, you've got to listen to all three or guess right. Just like how Auburn Matt blindly makes picks. Blindly guess which podcast you're going to listen to. I think we had a great time here. If you all have not listened to the part of the show with our special guest this week, Tyler Cody, go and listen to that as well. Follow us on Twitter at TFTT underscore podcast. And I think that's about it. Anyone have any closing words that you want to say? Uh, Dolphins Jets this week will be mine. Uh, I hope we have a great poop on the Jets minute just so we can rub it in Bo's face. And um, the last thing that I will say this week is probably fuck Vanderbilt because I hate them more than anyone. And uh, we have no. You know what we have to do? We have to find what is it? We have a Bo hates Alabama the most. You hate Vanderbilt the most. We got to find one that hates LSU the most. We have to like then we'll have like the trifecta because I think most Ole Miss fans hate State the most. 
So I'm not even going to count that one. We got to find one that hates LSU the most. You guys know anybody? Corduroy Cowboy or Boomer? No, I don't think they have any strong affiliations. The Corduroy Cowboy might might like Mississippi State more than he likes Ole Miss. I don't know. Damn, that's, that's wild. It's just so hard to hate LSU. Like you can not like LSU football, but if you ever go to LSU, you're gonna have a good time unless you make yourself not have a good time. The only person who is gonna make you not have a good time in LSU is you. That's true. That is true. Hey, go Tiger. All right. All right. Bye, everyone. Bo, uh, Bo doesn't have any final words, so that's it for us. We will see you next week. Hope you love the new format. Bye, everyone. Bye.